Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. G'day, guys. Um, thank you for downloading our podcast. Yes, we really appreciate it. The lineup today was very funny. Mm-hmm. Manny had to pick the party girl. It's always, it's always hard. I, I, I'm up for judging people, but judging women in front of them, that's, that's a bit more Look, the first risky. one that you hear, um, it was really hard for her because she didn't have any clothes that were suitable. <laughs> I, I had to pick if they were party girls or, or a, professionals, I guess. No, party girls or what do we say? Uh, quiet girls. Quiet girls, yes. Mm. Yes. And what I learned is never judge a woman. Ever. <laughs> Yes, ever. I yes. love that there was one party girl missing because she was still partying, so yeah. she didn't rock up. <clears throat> um, so that's in there today. Uh, Abby confessed something to yeah, us. Yeah, she broke a promise to us. Lies to make little you. baby Jesus During cry. During that, Stav learnt something. I did learn something, yes. Would you like to share with the group because this is a podcast? Well, it'll be in the podcast. It'll be. It's coming oh, up. Well. Yeah. well, I mean, mm. when you hear it. I learned what snow dropping is. Yes, yes. What you've been using the term for is probably not appropriate to be able to say on radio as often as you have. Mm. Yeah. So I'll have to dock that one from my vocabulary. That leaves you with? <laughs> not much. <laughs> you've even said that you've done snow dropping before. I never have done snow yes, dropping. You said that you got, you and your friends used to do snow dropping no. at school. You said we called it snow dropping. <laughs> we invented the term, guys. <laughs> so there's a bit of a real. Pete Murray was on as well. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about snow <laughs> My lawyer would want me to move on now. Uh, yeah, Pete, Pete was great. It was good to see him. I can't believe at 50 he's having another child. That wild, yeah. wild I know, man. that's what it was funny when he said that his wife wants him to get the vasectomy. I was like, do you have to do it? Oh, yeah, you're a guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Big show ahead. Let's get into the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. No ordinary day at the office for Jess, starting a marathon swim, embarking on a lap of Bribey Island, raising money and awareness for mental health after she lost her uncle to suicide. I love it when you get locals doing amazing things. And I got sent this and said, you have to get her on the show. She is the first person to swim around Bribey Island, and her name is Jessica Evans. Hello, good morning. I can't. Maybe I have too much free time. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, you had a good cause um, of why you wanted yeah, to do it. Um, yeah. So a few years ago, tragically, we lost a family member to suicide, and it really got me looking into how many families does this affect. It's astonishing. We lose over eight Australians every single day to suicide. So. I just, I hated what our family went through and I really don't want anybody else to go through that. So I got together with a team of like really close friends and I said, what can we do? Like, let's raise some money. How can we contribute to the community? So we came up last year with swimming around Morden Island and then this year we swam around Bribey. I saw a video and you don't swim with a a shark cage, but you have a lot of people around you. But I saw this vision and I was like, holy moly. And that's what everyone was concerned about. It looked like there were sharks and it ended up being whales. Um, Yes. Well, there's no shark cage, but I do use a product called a shark shield. So it's like this rope sort of thing and it drops into the water and it basically emits like an electrical current that sharks don't like. Mm -hmm. Um, So get out of here, mongrels. Go on, get, (laughs) get lost. But, yeah, we did see something when we were swimming down the Palmerstone Passage on the first day. And then, yeah, on the fourth day, we saw some 
big, like some activity in the water, something dark and grey, and then on closer inspection, there ended up being a few dolphins, which was a very good relief. <laughs> Do they, because you don't know that at the time, because you haven't got like a headphone on or anything, you're just swimming. Yeah, I was... just swim and essentially mind my own business, and I think, oh, well, if there's anything too outrageous, someone will stop me. <laughs> so is that the thing that you say, don't stop me until it's really, uh, yeah, that mm. it's confirmed and it's urgent? Yeah, pretty much. So um, I always have Pete and Bart on the boat, and there's always a third person on the boat, Marty, as well. And the three of them are just constantly got their eyes out. We keep things running smoothly and quickly. Like, we don't want to stop every five minutes or, oh, I thought I was a rock. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're talking to Jess yeah. Evans. Uh, she raised $30,000 um, for the Black Dog Institute by swimming around Bribey Island. Eight hours a day you swam for... What do you talk about to yourself in your head? Because, you know, like I, I remember when I used to do squad swimming as a kid, you'd sing a song or something. Like, it's a long time. It's a long time, and it's quite silent with your head underwater. It's so silent. So when I breathe to the side, whoever's on the jet ski or the kayak next to me, I get to know every single crease in their face <laughs> and every single smile line. And yeah. the first day I had flame trees stuck in my head for <laughs> And then is it, can you, once you get a song stuck in, you, can you hit next on the CD player or is it really hard to get to a new track? I can't even hit next on like the next verse. It's just the, oh, no. it's just the flames. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. And you're not stopping now. You've done um, Morton Island, you've done Bribey Island and what's the next island you're thinking about circumnavigating? Oh, goodness. So pretty much the moment I got out of the boat on the last day and I went up and I hugged all, like I hugged my fiancé first and then got onto the boat and hugged all the support crew, I don't think we'd even made it back to shore and everyone's like, okay, so what do we do next year? (laughs) (laughs) So some suggestions have been thrown up for Stratty and one of the more... Um, adventurous guys wants to go up to Fraser Island. Wow. See, I think you should be doing Hamilton Island. It's like warmer waters, you get to have a holiday oh. after. I know, I think actually all the support crew would love that. They'd be like, yep, Hamilton yeah. Island, let's just take it real easy. <laughs> How long do you reckon it would take you to swim from one end of the Brisbane River to the other? Oh, I don't know. I've never looked into that. We've got the city cats we see just going past and stuff. What, hit your right on them? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie so keeps brown. threatening every time that he's going to swim the Brisbane River naked. Backstroke. Backstroke. Oh, my goodness. Please do that. I will loan a shark shield to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first person who's ever said, please do that. And, Jessica, we've just realised that has been the only reason that it hasn't got approved by our legal team is because they were concerned about sharks. I can solve this for you. It's fine. <laughs> oh, God. It's one of those things that whenever I make a bet with someone, that's why I always say my thing is if I'm, if if I'm lose, wrong, if yeah. I'm wrong, I'll do that. So, um, To be fair, okay. I think our legal team just said it was the sharks. Yeah, good point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, what you've done is just absolutely amazing, amazing Jessica. Yeah. We can't see, uh, wait to see your next swim as well. Oh, thank you guys so much, and I really appreciate you having me on. It's absolutely lovely. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. So your parents are about to make their way right here to Queensland very soon. Yes, they're driving up because Dad wants to drive up. Mum can't think of anything worse. The CD uh, player is broken, so there's just going to be silence so that Dad won't be able to play Celine Dion. So it's not looking good for them. Um, 
They're bringing boxes, though, aren't they? Well, I don't know. See, no, Dad always wants to get rid of boxes. Your so boxes. often when he drives up, he mm. brings things up, and I've just got boxes that... Well, Dad's there at the moment. Dad, every time I go home, what do you ask me to do? I ask you to go through some 20 boxes that I have accumulated of your stuff, mm. and the reply is... Just throw it all out. Just throw it all out. Well, if I did that, I would be in heaps of trouble. Mm. All I was asking is for somebody to go through it and sort out what's important and what's not important. Not a big ask, is it? I mean, it's her stuff. He's so desperate. He he takes them all down and he repacks them all because they look like they're going to fall. And he Mm. desperately wants to go. And he just says to mum, can I just throw them out? And she goes, no, you can't. They're very important. And then they say to us, do you want them? And we're like, no, we don't want them. But I don't even know what's in them anymore. Mm. I have a surprise for Abby. Yes. One of the boxes we're bringing up is Abby's wedding dress. I haven't got room Mm. for it, though. I'm sorry, dear, but it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) So you left your wedding dress at your parents' house? I leave all my stuff there. I I don't want all the stuff. I don't want you to throw it out, but I've got no storage. So They've got a whole house, their whole family home, and there's only two of them that live there. Yeah, their house, where they keep their stuff. <laughs> Put it in my room. So, so Pete, the, the reason it sparked interest in within us is because there was two condoms don't. left. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't oh. talk about those things. Oh, you don't no. know about that? No, no he doesn't talk no. about those things with his daughter. No. I, thought you'd... I, le- I leave that for the women to discuss. No, yes. Mum sent it, and then Mum got in trouble with Dad that he sent it. Dad's, no, we... No, no, okay. no. no. Right, well, Dad, no, no, that must have been another friend of mine. <laughs> the, the little I know about Abby passed the best. That's probably for the best, Pete. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, yeah. you found a glass sculpture once. Do you know what that yes. was, though? No. What was that? I can't remember. <laughs> there it was it... A, um, a, a paperweight. Oh. <laughs> In what sort of shape was it? Like a long glass cylinder thing. Oh, a... that's okay. Okay, I was thinking of something else. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So, what I, what I was thinking, because there's funky... Re- re- release there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some funky stuff that you find, and I'm actually quite amazed at the stuff that you left behind when you moved out of home. Like... Because I, I moved out a couple... Of, like, I moved out once, and I left everything yeah. there because I was supposed to go back, and then I moved back for six months with um, Hubby, so we lived there, but and he brought back his stuff as well. Yeah. So we kind of just left all these boxes of, like, books and clothes, and I don't even well... know what else. Abby was a girl who tried many things. Still um, is. A, an example is that uh, she would start a course mm. and she always had to have all of the associated books of the course. Uh, she wouldn't sort of start off with just an introductory book. She had to buy the whole calendar of books. Mm. And that subject would last for six months and then she would start up on something else. And again, it was repeated, more books. And we All the gear and of... no idea, I think they call that, don't they, Pete? I think you're spot on. <laughs> the thing is, I'm still doing that now. Yep. So what my house is full of my crap that I'm still doing it with. I don't, I don't have any room for that, I don't think. Dad, how many boxes have, are you uh, bringing up? Just enough to get into the back seat. So maybe four, five, maybe even six. This is what you do, uh, Pete. Abby doesn't want to go through them. Can you deliver them? We'll organise directly to the B105 studios. And we'll go through them. Stav and I will do, like, storage wars. Oh, yes. And we'll 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 pick a box each and we'll just go through them on air. I don't know. No, 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 not on air. I don't know what's in them. That's exactly, exactly why, why we're doing that's it. That's what storage wars is. You yeah. just pick a box, you don't know what it is, Always and you just to do go that. for it. Yeah. And I then think we get B one oh five would like to pay 
uh, transport, <laughs> then uh, I would be very, very pleased. What do you drink, Pete? I'll There's buy you 24 carton. boxes, of, like 40 boxes if you want all of them. I could clear the whole house. <laughs> I wonder if, if we do that thing where we go, hey, is there anyone moving from Adelaide, Adelaide to, to here? Can we, bring it up. can we share your, share your truck mm. and we'll bring you 24 boxes of stuff? Pete, I'm all for helping a man empty out his garage. A man's garage should be for him and for his stuff. You don't have any Correct. more stuff, Dad. I, no, I just got your stuff. I, once I get rid of your stuff, he can collect then stuff. I'll be able to settle back and I know that everything is ready yep. for the next stage in life. Yep, more room for your phantom comics. Just Pete. so you know, Dad doesn't yes. like any stuff. He, you know how you like to clear your stuff out? Oh, yeah, I like to... Th- oh, man, yeah. skip so good. He it's would so be good. happy walking into a room that had a couch and a TV and that would be just perfect. Oh, Pete, I'm, right, yeah. I'm with you too. Oh, I'd like my, my lamp. <laughs> no, no lamp. Well, I'll tell you what, Pete. You bring as many as you can, but if we can manage someone who's moving from, from Adelaide to Queensland, if we can borrow the back a couple of square metres on their truck, we'll see if we can get all 24 boxes out. That would be excellent, guys. Well, Mary Kondo Did you see you. the one bag that my mum sent a photo of? Like, Yeah, that's the one that had the stuff in it. <laughs> that your dad doesn't know about. That, that I, I don't want to know yeah, about. Yeah, it's very different, all right? Love you, Dad. Good I on you, Pete. I wouldn't feel okay. safe you driving over the border without knowing what's in the boxes too, Pete, to be honest. <laughs> Get a 20-year holiday. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Stab over you, Matt. If you are or know someone moving from Adelaide to Queensland... 131060, give us a buzz. We want to hear from you. We want to help out Abby's dad. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Here's Morgan stormed off the set of his own morning show after a colleague called him out for his tirade against Meghan Markle and Prince Harry following their bombshell interview with Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, Piers Morgan. If you don't know who he is, he's the host of Good Morning Britain in Britain. And he's kind of like uh, he's kind of like their Carl Stefanovic crossed with um, crossed with Carl Sandylands. He says outlandish things. He makes outlandish statements. He, he goes after people and he says controversial things that cause a bit of a stir. He's taken it really personally with Meghan Markle though, because they used to know each other. So he started following her on Twitter years ago when she was on Suits, and she wrote back saying, "Oh my God, I'm a huge fan of yours." So then they were like, oh, well, next time I'm in, in town, we should catch up for a drink. Apparently they went out and watched a tennis match together, which was Serena Williams. Right. And then after they went for a couple of dirty martinis mm-hmm. and a point. Um, and then he got put her in a cab and then she went to a party, which is where she met Harry. Yeah. But then when she became, you know, involved with Harry, she was like, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. Oh. So he's, he's had a bit of a bee in his bonnet, hasn't he's he? He's had a huge bee in his bonnet, but well, then he's saying that she's two-faced that. and she hasn't dealt with it well. But at every given moment, he'll go on his TV show to say that he doesn't trust her, doesn't mm. believe her. I get that, though. If, if whether, you know, it was good to be friends with him when it suited her and she wanted publicity and then all of a sudden just cuts him off. Mm. Mm. But, I mean, he, he has... He does it to a lot of people, and he says evil things about a lot of people. Right, That's kind okay. of his shtick at this yeah, point. Right. But one of his co-hosts was defending the Royals after the um, fallout from the Oprah interview, and he didn't like it so much that he ended up storming out of his own show. She's entitled to cut you off if she wants to. Has she said anything about you since she cut you off? I don't think she has, but yet you continue to trash her. Okay. I'm done with this. No, no, no. Sorry. No. Oh, uh, Sorry. So, do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, maybe not my no, own. No, no, no. See I'm, you later. I'm being... Su- Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behaviour. 
And he took it to the next level. He walked out, he went and talked to the bosses, and now he's resigned. He's totally quit, hasn't he? He's totally quit, the show. Oh, I wonder if he's got regret over that. Well, I don't quit. know. Now they've gone on a bit of a warpath of like all the tweets that he's done that mm. are nasty about Megan and showed all the, the, the bullyingness that he's done. To so, them, so, well, on that though, then, were they like just acquaintances or were they just, like, were they close friends? They messaged a lot. And then they caught up that one time I was one and catcher. got along famously and always right. said that they were going to get in contact. Mm. And maybe they caught up once or two times, but then he wasn't invited to the wedding. It was like, mm. Right. He's just annoyed that he thought he had the big in and yeah. then he got, okay, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. But it did remind me of a few of the best celebrity walkouts because there has been a few. And this one is a classic. It's one of my personal favourites. It happened a while ago. Do you remember um, Mal Meninga? Great player, great yeah. coach. One of yeah. the be- best players for Canberra, great origin player. He, I think because he lived in Canberra, he thought, you know what I'm going to do after I finish playing? I'm going to get into politics. Now, this um, audio oh, yes. <laughs> this audio goes for 30 seconds, and I want to play the full 30 <laughs> seconds because this full 30 seconds is his entire political career. Because, and I, don't, I still don't understand what happened. Has anyone ever found out why he didn't? No, no. Oh, so okay. this, this yep. is when they were announcing it, This right? is him yeah. going to a press conference to say, I'm going to run for Parliament, I'm getting into politics. This okay. is his entire political career right here. Why are you standing? Oh, a number of reasons. Um, I guess throughout my sporting career, I've had the, the urge to do community work, and I think I've, you know, I've really worked hard on that aspect uh, my 16 years in Canberra. And the thing about that is that I was, I guess, a public figure, and I was put on a, as a as on the podium where I was just a person out there making sure that I was... Um, <laughs> I'm bugging it. I'm sorry. So Meryl Malinga is leaving the studio and he says that he can't do it. I mean, even up until that point, he was doing fine. (laughs) I'm running out of words to lie to. That was one of the the greatest moments in Australian history. Didn't want to. I think someone's obviously talked him into it. He's never really obviously wanted to do it. And then when he's gotten to the point, he's like, you know. I I think he was like... I'd normally pass to someone now. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here oh, by myself. So yeah. I don't know if a lot of people will remember because he has been Iron Man for so long and he did have a huge career resurgence, but people might not remember, especially the younger generation, uh, Robert Downey Jr. had a bit of trouble. Yes, in court all the time. He once, I don't know if you guys remember this, woke up in a bed of just a random neighbourhood house. Wow. Down the road from where they were filming. Mm. The family woke up and Robert Downey Jr. was just in, which is kind of a weird thing to wake up to. Mm. Um, but he, so he sort of moved away from that and he doesn't really like it if you bring it up in an interview. I just wondered whether, you know, you, you, you think you're free of all of that or whether that's still something uh, you... I, I really don't. Uh, what are we doing? Uh, uh, well, I'm just asking questions, that's all. Right. I mean... Okay, okay. Thank, Thank you. you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I d- <laughs> Do you, do you see, okay, it's just getting a little dinosaur in your... No, 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 look, I don't want to do that. Off he pops. I love how the um, the publisher always goes, thank you. Yeah. You don't mean that. You've just you. got me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> there goes my afternoon. <laughs> Happens to the best of us, though, guys, doesn't it? Happens to us. It's happened oh, to us no. a few times, but I picked one. <laughs> well, I've never walked out. Have I walked out? Not us walking out. Oh, interviews. people have walked out on us yeah. all the time. Yeah. Do you remember this one? Wasn't that long ago? When we got Katie Holmes on for um, Ronald McDonald Day. Oh, yeah. Oh. And uh, she claims that it wasn't her fault, but yeah. clearly we <laughs> asked a question. Well, Maddie, you asked a question that she didn't like. Katie, do you ever get like um, numb to the stupid rumors being a, a celebrity, or do you just. How does that go? 
Oh my gosh, they're wrapping me up right now. Oh, oh. I have to go. I'm so sorry, but please have everybody come to Haverfield on Saturday and, oh. and let's raise a bunch of money, huh? Too yeah, much, too uh, much ab- absolutely. Oh, we only just started chatting. I feel I feel like we've run in, into each other at the shops, and we, <laughs> we, we want to we take your <laughs> well, time, but you've got soon. stuff to do. Yeah, we're, we're here. Well, I hope we can we can chat again. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. See you later. Thanks, thank, Daddy. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She did not mean that. <laughs> we haven't chatted. We haven't no, chatted. Haven't. That was we two years ago. We haven't chatted. <laughs> we haven't chatted. <laughs> she's, at, she's our Megan. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. On Saturday, mm. I had my heart ripped out, thrown on the ground. Like, really ripped out? Are you really upset about this? This this is something that it's, it's, the, it's the one thing... <sighs> That a man has to organise and he has to pull off properly, and when you do it, you're like, "I'm the man." Yeah. Okay. But on Saturday, and I can't even remember <laughs> how we got onto the topic of conversation. I think we were talking about the fact that I find it very hard to hide anything from Esther. She always sort of works out what's going on. And my beautiful wife confessed something to me. And what did you confess to me, babe? <laughs> It, it wasn't a confession. It was just you were saying how you like to surprise me. And I said, well, I'm really hard to surprise. And you said, well, when haven't I surprised you? And I thought I did. And I said, when you were going to propose to me, my engagement ring. Mm. We've been married for nine years mm. <laughs> this month. And yeah. for 10 years, because we took a year to plan the wedding, as always, I thought I had done it, even to the point where I thought I'd picked the right size ring because one night you'd had too many Venos and you passed out and I got the ring and I tried to check it fit and it did fit. Did you fit. remember that, Esther? No. 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 See, there you go. No. Yeah. You surprised her. <laughs> you know what she said to me, though, after she could see the heartbreak on my face that I didn't pull off the engagement surprise? She said, but don't worry, you surprised me with AirPods at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about the AirPods That's, you got so wait, me. So, Esther, are you saying that you <laughs> found the ring or you knew when he was going to do it? Both. Yeah. Oh, I, well, actually. Both? I knew you, it was no, coming. You didn't. Okay. I knew it was coming. Yeah. yeah. I don't but think, I found the ring. Yeah. I don't think any girls is surprised. Like, my friends, I go, oh, my God, no, I was completely I shocked. Know. And I go, really, hun? And she goes, well, no. I mean, I did give him a deadline and told him it had to be by the end of the year and I had my nails done because I knew this would be the perfect environment. It's just because we know yeah. how, like, isn't it good that we know you so well? And really, when you think about mm-hmm. it, isn't it amazing that you didn't know Esther's surprised happy face? Like, she's obviously very good at pretending that. Exactly. No, that's not good. <laughs> no, that's not good no, at all. Actually not good. <laughs> no. no, I don't want to know. She's got a great I surprise found, happy I found face. My ring. Wow. Before, but I found it. I had to wait eight months. How how long before did wow. you find your ring, babe? It wasn't long before because I don't think you bought it long before, did you? No, no, no. I only had it for no. a little bit because I, I I got it and I was planning to do it at New Year's Eve, but we. I had to work for New Year's Eve and you were going to be somewhere else and I thought maybe, you know, it would be hard to pull off at midnight. Yeah. So I did it on Christmas Day instead. So that's good. But your husband, Abby, with him, if you had to wait eight months, did you think he just kept changing his mind? Like he has no idea how annoyed I was throughout those eight months, but I tried to keep it in because I knew that would add an extra month. Imagine Every time when, I had a tanty. Mm-hmm. No, he, I said he's, he bought it overseas because he was working over there and yeah. he said that it was cheaper over in Fiji and mm. the jewellery standard over there is amazing. So he bought it over there, but then we hadn't lived together. 
So he he said that he, <laughs> he wanted to live with each other to know that he was sure. So I was basically on trial for eight months. Try before you buy. Yeah. yeah Imagine months. if you never got it. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't know. See, that would be so bad if anyone's found it, but then they never got proposed to. Yeah. Did you? But oh. the thing is, did you like the ring when you found it then, or were you disappointed? No, I was happy with it. I was oh, like, really? oh, very pretty. <laughs> which, which, what impenetrable vault? Or which <laughs> fortress of mm-hmm. solitude did he manage to hide this ring away that you managed to stumble upon it? Where was his brilliant hiding I space? I know. It's, uh, it was in his bedside table. Brilliant, Exactly Matt. where Scott put his brilliant. as well. Brilliant. She'll yeah. never find exactly it here. It, under, like, some sort of socks or something. I'm like, come on, mate. But what? You never go in my bedside table. It's just usually a drawer of my stuff that yeah, I'd have nowhere else to put. Up. So we're sus and we yeah. look. Exactly, and I put you it at the. It. I put it at the back of the drawer. I remember thinking she'll never go to the Can back be, of the drawer. You guys saw what happens <laughs> when put I... your wallet all the way down at the toe. And never look there. They never look. You know what it is? Guys, all of a sudden, they start to notice other people's rings. So all of a sudden, guys will be like, "Oh, what clarity is that?" When they're looking at yeah. another ring, yeah. and you're like, "Well, obviously, you've just gone shopping. You already talked about yeah. marriage. You're acting a little yeah. bit like weird and uptight. You've tried to yeah. organise a meeting with our parents." It's just we. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't. Do, the only person who knew I thought was Esther's dad because I rang him one day to ask him on the phone. He never answers. Well, I never really ring him, so he answered straight away. Kept, walked out of a meeting. He's like, "What's wrong?" I had a homeless man asking me for money at the same time. I was at the front of a Seven Eleven. I was like, um, "I just, I'm going to ask Esther to marry me," and he says. Really? Uh, <laughs> well, we've been together for like eight years already, Abby, yes, so yeah, I understand yeah. waiting. Yes. Well, you know. I want to know on 13, yeah, 10, It wasn't 60. a surprise. Mm. 13, 10, 60. <laughs> Thanks, babe. We get that. <laughs> um, is there any other women out there whose husbands are living a lie? A They're lie. Not, you're not living a lie. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that... It was just that we're really hard to surprise, and isn't it good that we know you so well? Is you your said that hus- already. Is your husband yeah. living a lie? Thirteen, right. ten, sixty. Did you know he was going to propose? Is this a common thing, or am I just on my own? It's in an episode of Sex in the City, so it must be very common. <laughs> there you go, Ashley. Is your husband living a lie? He's not anymore, but he was for a, a good month. So you fa- did you find the ring? I did find the ring. I didn't. I didn't. Find the ring. I found the box with the ring in it. So the ring itself was a surprise, but I knew the proposal was coming. Yeah. Oh, you, you yeah. managed to hold yourself back from taking a peek. <laughs> yeah, I did. We were um, travelling up to the to the tip of Australia in the four wheel drive and went through a pretty deep dam and had to clean the car out to make sure nothing was damaged and it hit in the back pocket of the passenger seat. Oh no. Well, I suppose that's that's a bit better than me just chucking it in yeah, my but... top drawer. <laughs> Josh in Thornlands. Did you hey, have... guys? Good. Your wife found it? No, I found the ring that she bought herself to get me to marry her. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It's kind of a it's kind of a little bit different to your story, sorry, but um, no, good. Yeah, after four kids I guess it was time to get married, right? And so right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a girl that's like, you're not going to surprise me, yeah. Josh. In fact, you're never going to get around to it. Here you go. So did she then give it to you to propose? No. So I found the ring and I've gone downstairs. And I'm like, hey, what's this thing? And she's like, look, it's been this many years. Yes, you haven't married me. So I bought a ring for myself for you to marry me. And I was like, oh, okay, sweet. I do. So, and then I actually, no joke. Yeah. And then five months later, we're married. No joke. Wow. Five that's months. how it went down. It that's all happened she... during COVID. 
Well, it was I think insane. she Recent. had. Wow. I think she had the venue booked before you found the ring, Josh. No, she, I think she did because she booked it at our friends, like um, like a state where they do like yeah. all these functions and stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, yeah, you she, were like the last thing or the last yeah. person to find out then. Yeah, I was, and my mum and everyone knew but me. <laughs> everyone else at RSVP. <laughs> <laughs> I turn up here for lunch, and yeah. all of a sudden you find yourself in front of a celebration. Wow, great story. Hey, uh, Tori in Chermy, uh, your husband, living a lie. Yes, um, I saw the money come out of our bank account. <laughs> I asked him, I was like, oh, like, how'd you go shopping today? And he was like, nah, didn't find anything, not the day. Um, but the money was gone. I logged into my laptop. His Facebook was up, and he'd been sending photos to all of his friends of this ring. <laughs> Men are idiots. So how long was that before he did propose? Four months. Oh, that's so a long four months. He waited until my birthday, but the day of my birthday, I did not know what to do, where to stand, where to go. Mm-hmm. Um we were walking, he tied his shoelaces, and I was like, oh, do I just stand here or <laughs> the whole day? <laughs> You're so anticipating it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha box for 10 grand tomorrow, guys. It'll be the 11th of March. Two of the answers are Lady Gaga and Lychee Martini. All right, that's tomorrow for 10 grand. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I feel bad because uh-huh. I was very adamant on this and I made a claim um, last year and it was like, I think it was even in October last year. I was last very adamant year. about it. Okay. Um, and it was this. Late last year, you declared that you weren't going to buy any new clothes. Have you broken that already or not? No, because I'm trying to use the clothes that I have. So I did steal a dress from my mum on the weekend. Uh, doesn't borrowed. count. Yeah, doesn't count. count. That's what I for it. Yeah. She's been raiding lifeline bins, but that doesn't no. count. Doesn't no, count. I want to not pay money. Yeah, yeah. I want to stick to it because I just I feel like we, we need to be more into recycled clothing because there's some good quality secondhand, you know. Yeah, great. Yeah. I love yeah. when Stab's still laughing at his jokes. He's still loving it that one. Can I, can like, I say, snow dropping, yeah. is that when you clothes go or when, just underwear? Oh. No, clothes. Is it? Yeah. I, th- I thought I thought it was I thought, just I know it is clothes lining. I thought snow dropping was just the art of stealing only underwear. You've been doing it all wrong. Lines. I have been doing it all wrong. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But look, if you remember, we were talking about our New Year's resolution. So I said it at the end of October, I've lost him to snow dropping now. Okay. Um, but you know when you <laughs> kind of got, I, I said it as a New Year's resolution, mm. so we constantly played it. You know how we're playing it yeah. all the time. Is mm. it just underwear? <laughs> Sorry, so oh. snow dropping is a person who steals women's underwear of clotheslines. So, so you've got to just steal the underwear, not the whole item, <laughs> if you've been doing it. Done. Done, okay. And I mean done. But I feel really bad because... What have you done? We Steph, By the way, just so you know, Steph and I never believed in you. So but <laughs> I have been. I, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. But I have been, and because we we played that damn promo, because you and I and you guys, we wanted to get out, so we didn't record anything else. So we played it like every couple of hours. Yeah. So everyone was asking me about this bold statement. Give that another run. <laughs> <laughs> I had been so good, right? Mm. And I had an event on Sunday, and I feel bad, and I feel like I've got to confess it because someone was so adamant that it was going to be our secret and she was going to keep it mm. that I feel really bad because on Friday I looked a little bit. Worse for wear, and I went into a store. Julia from Review joins us now. Morning, hun. Hi. 
Good morning. Oh no, she hasn't. She hasn't made you an accessory to a uh, to some sort of law breaking here, has she, Julia? Yes, I did bust her shopping at my store. Yeah, but the thing is, she was so sweet because I went in and she's like, hello. I said, You're Hi. not supposed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> she, she said the way I said her name was like a, she, I was a school teacher. Because she goes, Abby. And I was like, yes. <laughs> she goes, Hi. I said, Hi. What are you doing? I said, I'm just one at a top. She goes, your secret's safe with me. Mm. And I went, no, I don't want you to have to do that. And she was like, don't, you don't have to tell anyone. So have you got Julia on here because you feel bad for her or you don't trust her and you think she's going <laughs> to spill the beans? She's dog you mm. and you want to get in, get the front foot. I trust you, Julia. I, I yes. was fearful, if I'm being completely honest, you mentioned something about my Instagram and I thought maybe you followed me and I, I was so scared that when I posted a photo on Sunday, you were going to comment like, mm. Ooh, Nice new shirt. I, I, I did see that picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're an enabler, Julia. You're yes. an enabler. Yeah. So I broke in on Friday. Mm. And then yesterday well, that's my job. I went to yeah. the shops. Oh, <laughs> no. no. Like, what? what Julia, you gave her the gateway shirt. Uh. <laughs> now she's just straight back on the gear. <laughs> it wasn't Julia's oh, fault. And she was so sweet no. about keeping the secret. So I'm sorry I asked you to do that. It's right. I would like to point out at this time, if there's anyone I've bought stuff off of, if they could keep that a secret, I would greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> but I broke it yesterday, but then I'm back on. Nah. You know what we should do? Mm. We, we should um, uh, do old school style, get a picture of Abby. We've do, done that do before. Do not serve this woman. We've done that before. Handed around Chermside, Carindale. It's yeah. just everywhere. It, it's honestly just Carindale. I'm not. I'm, I'm do not serve me. I have a problem. Far. I have a problem. Uh, uh, all right. Well, Julia. Yes. Do not serve her ever again. Okay. Well, I have to. Yeah, she- <laughs> yeah, to yeah, I'm not I losing it. She's my best customer. <laughs> Thank you, Julia. <laughs> She's the whole reason that we're still open after COVID. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Maddie has an obsession with saying during DNA or dating, oh, she's a party girl. Mm. She smokes, she's a party girl. Mm-hmm. She likes to drink, she's a party girl. But when saying that, you would would you be able to judge your wife without knowing her and say, yep, she was a party girl? Because she is. Oh, she's, yeah, flat out a party girl. But yeah, just but, to but look, look at her at... if you didn't know her. Oh, not to look at. Mm. See, that's what I'm saying. But you always tell by their voice or their haircuts, their haircuts tattoos. Yeah. You're like, that's presumed. What do you think of me when you saw me for the first time? Party, Party girl. girl. <laughs> so we have we have uh, four beautiful ladies that have uh, they've come in. Um, they can give you their profession if that's going to make it easy. But you see if you can judge whether they are a party girl or whether they're a quiet girl. Okay. Now Shivana is first up. Good morning. Good morning. Now you've got um, ripped jeans on straight up. I noticed that when you walked in, showing a bit of knee there. Yeah. So she's um she's actually a librarian. Yeah, no, I'm a sparky. Okay. Early mornings. <clears throat> yeah, it's a good point. Early mornings. There's a few tats on your arm there. What is that tat on your forearm? My forearm's a girl. Girls, are, are they naked girls? Oh, one. one. But I wouldn't say naked, but she's um, a bit cheeky. A bit yeah. cheeky. Well, she's naked, but she's nicely posed. Yeah. You, my friend, are a party girl. 
Yeah. Yay! <laughs> have a big party up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's hung up. What Never do you think gave that one away? <laughs> uh, the, bear, the bear bum and the ripped jeans. Uh, yep. Party yeah. girl straight up. All right, I'm going to take that one. Ding. you got to do yeah, your own well dings. Done. Ding yourself. Hey. All right. Okay, now uh, we've got Amelia on. Hello, Amelia. Hello, how are you? Now, Amelia has worn what I would call office attire. Mm-hmm. So I could see you working in a professional Arena. career. Mm. Yeah. Lovely earrings, red lipstick. Um, what is it that you do for work? I'm property management. Okay. So we work very hard in property management. We have a bit of reputation. <laughs> so you, you deal with all of the um, people who are renting and stuff. They'll they'll ring you and go, this is broken, or they'll ring you and ask you for a, a bigger house. It's and actually stuff. a really tough job, isn't it? Because it? we also do warrants of possession. We do... Uh, interstate cleans, yeah. all manner of everything, anything to do with life, we deal with it. And imagine all the phone calls that you would take at all hours. Um, if you were to have a drink, what would be your go-to drink? Well, I drink anything, to be honest. <sighs> I'm going to say party girl. I am a party girl. Yeah! Not, but not in the way you think. I'm oh. actually a stay-at-home, but we like me and my hubby like to go online and play WoW. World of Warcraft. Play WoW? <laughs> so, no, that is... <laughs> That is not no, a, not a party girl. That's my kind of party, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've just realised it depends what you define it. For her, she's wild. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh. So, but not my type of party girl. No, no not your party I'm girl. Afraid. I'm not. I'm out, out and about. I'm home and we're mis- misbehaving in a different way. Oh. <laughs> she's, she's not hanging out with Shiv. Shiv she's no. Not at the bars, no. is she, hun? No. Okay. All right, okay. So, I'm even Stevens at the moment. Let's go to Brookie. Uh, good morning, Brooke. Good morning, guys. Okay, now, Brooke has uh, blonde hair. We know blondes have more fun, but I believe that might be bleached blonde hair. It is, but I've had it 16 years, so it's me. Mm. Mm. We've got a Love is Love t-shirt on. Because it is. Yes. So are you in a same-sex relationship? No, I have a husband of eight years. We just celebrated our eight-year wedding anniversary. Oh, nice. Any children? I have two stepchildren and a nine-year-old daughter. Okay. Not much time. Uh, And what would you drink if you were going to go for a drink somewhere? It really depends. I've just ordered, I don't know if you guys watch the show Outlander, but they have their own whiskey, a Sassanac. And I've just ordered and I'm waiting for it to get into the country. So nice whiskey. You like a whiskey, don't you? I do love a whiskey. You're a party girl. It's really good. Mm. I've heard and I'm so excited. No, you're selling it too hard. You are boring. (laughs) You're not. If you're buying alcohol, you've seen on TV. Boring! Why wouldn't you? He's hot. He is hot. Not a party girl. No, I am a stay-at-home. And even when I do go out, I go by myself. So. Yeah. Did no. she have you at I Watch Outlander? Yeah. You're like, oh, no, she, you're watching yeah. TV. You can't say you're at I Watching that's TV. Like, that's like my, my elder sister's the same. She's an accountant, lovely but boring, and she'd be like, I saw this thing on TV and I bought it. And it's like it works in the thermo mix. <laughs> I, don't know. I have a thermo mix. Of course and, you do. And I'm technically an accountant, although I do run my own business as well, so I'm glad I didn't tell you that to start with. <laughs> yeah. All right, now, Hope. Good morning. So you've got your sunglasses on your head. So you wear your sunglasses all the time. You you like you comfortable I have with them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why do you have to? Because I have a medical condition, so sunlight um, affects ah. my eyes. I okay. get severe migraines. Skip the headaches. Go straight to migraines. Oh. Black room. So that's so. Originally, he it? thought you were a party girl because you had sunnies on for the morning. <laughs> no. But now you've just really sold that the opposite way. <laughs> right. Blue eyeshadow. Is it? That I can no, see? it's black. It's bl- 
Tell Do me. you want to get one thing right about <laughs> See, the attitudes also say party What do you do for girl? work, Hope? I'm a security guard. Oh. And I've actually met both of you while I'm at work. Uh, let's Have we got kicked out? No. no. Oh, God. Where were we? Where were I'm this? so glad we were nice. The It was really oh, scary yeah. when you were at the Ecker, mm-hmm. and we were at the Brisbane Powerhouse. Oh. oh. Look at them pretending like they remember. <laughs> But I was a blonde when I first met Abby, and I was actually a redhead slash brunette when I met Stav. Oh, oh there you go. hope! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, oh, no, no. Have you dragged Have you dragged a guy out of a pub before? Yes, like I have. A party girl. A hundred percent wrong. Oh, really? Oh, Are you sure? I'm a hundred percent. I can get one of my girls on the phone now, and she can tell you I will not be seen in Brisbane <laughs> at night. I would be working in the pubs and clubs, especially here in Brisbane, and I would be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I was like that once." Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, and then right. girls are like, "I'm having so much fun," and they're showing bits that you don't want to see, and you're like. You need to pick a better lifestyle because this is not for you. You're going to look back when you're 30 and be like, you and I need to have a chat. We need to talk. She's in the room. She's in the room. Thank God she's talking about you and not the time she met me. I was like, oh, Oh, there we go. That was fun. Well, it was. I was 50 50. There we go. It's that. I mean, Matt. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. He's one of Australia's favourite singers. With a string of successful albums. Pete Murray. Pete Murray. Pete Murray. Lovely to have uh, this dude in. He's got an EP, The Night, brand new single, If We Never Dance Again, which we'll play in just a second. Pete Murray, he is in the studio. G'day, buddy. Hey, guys. Nice to see you all again. He battled through that M1 traffic this morning. It's come from Byron Bay. Got up super early this morning. Beat it all. We were just um, listening to your latest uh, track, If We Never Dance Again. It's such a beautiful song. And we heard a story about it, and I was watching it in the film clip. You know, it's just one of those raw love songs. Yeah. Is it true, because it's going to ruin it for me, so be careful, mm-hmm. that in the film clip they are a real couple and they went off to get married while filming it? Yeah, that's true. They're, they are a couple. And uh, Mel, she's a model, so she's used to um, camera work, film work, but Ollie, her partner, has never done it before. Right. Yeah. Right. But he said there'd be chemistry between these guys because it's really a, a powerful love Ooh. story, you know, and so he wanted these guys to, to have that chemistry, which they had, you know, and then... The first, uh, we were only going to shoot in one day, of course, but we just didn't get the sun. So we had to come back to do a shoot again, but we had to wait for them to get married because their, mar- their marriage was, you know, oh. planned for that. So Did it change came- once they were married? There was a bit more disdain <laughs> the in their eyes gone. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was too early days. The chemistry yeah, was still yeah, there. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Don't flavour yeah, it with right. your experiences. <laughs> come on, mate. How have you found living in Byron? Because we only really hear the stories of it being ruined and it's the new Hollywood and Zac Efron's there and everything. Is it still... Cool and chill. You still like it? It's not the same as what it was. I, no. was, I moved there in 2005. Um, when I went to Byron, it was Combi Town. That was the main car on the road. And you would be doing a peace sign to every every Combi driver. So we had this, I don't know. Now they're doing it the other way. Now the road! Much. <laughs> so it was kind of this special vibe. And it, it has lost that. Mm. Um, because now it's the main cars of Porsches and Range Rovers. Yeah, and right. especially a lot of people, I guess, went there because there wasn't the restrictions. Ran away there. But it's like anything. You know, you get a, like Brisbane, for example. You know, you got the Valley. That was really, uh, and the music scene. It was yeah. really cool and, and indie. And then that just got... 
sort of swamped by people moving in there to live, and mm. it doesn't matter where you go, or, you know, Harlem, mm. you know, yeah, in, in, in New York. So there's places that you would never go to, and mm. then suddenly they become trendy and everyone moves there. So. Even the Valley was more annoying because all these people moved there because of the great music scene, and then they complained about they the noise and they shut it down. It was absolutely well, I was playing back then when, um, when that started to happen. You know, we would have these venues. There wasn't a lot of venues in Brisbane to play at, mm. but there was... Um, you know, the press club was one. I was yeah. playing um, a show there, and I got shut down one night mm. just doing acoustic. <laughs> so yeah. they, they said you were too loud. Yeah. Doing your, your chill there, there was a lady that moved in. It's always old ladies. Yeah. I don't places. know why they move there. Yeah, it just it doesn't should, make sense. And the restrictions be. happen at 10pm. Like, you knew when you were going yeah, in there. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. Uh, well, Pete, um, it's great to have you in, buddy. Um, you have agreed to play a little game with us. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where you are going to... Um, sing songs for us. We've got to identify the song it is that you're singing, but the words that you were using are from somewhere a bit strange. So They certainly are. <laughs> so first up is an extract from Michelle Obama's autobiography, which is called Becoming. You are going to sing it to a tune of another song, and we've got to see if we can work out what it is. Okay. When you're the first lady, America shows itself to, to you and all its extremes. I've been to fundraisers. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby? No. <laughs> Uh, in private homes that look more like uh, our uh, museums, houses where people own bathtubs made by gemstones. You trying to get this down. I'm like, it's painful to watch, but yes, keep going. I'm glad you came in this afternoon because I was getting to the next stage going, how do I sing that with those words right there? <laughs> right. All right. Uh, okay, next one. So this is a news article um, about Red Rooster and how they copy KFC. Oh, okay, okay. right. Red Rooster is ruffling feathers. Mm-hmm. But taking on KFC. Mm-hmm. Mm, adding crunchy fried chicken to their menu. Is that mm, their fried chicken items will be rolled mm. out mm, nationally. Oh, mm, I'll be loving you from Ed today. Sheeran, is that the one? Oh, mm, the... I think it is. Yeah. 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 I don't know that's Thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. That's fine. Loving you, 2 17. Okay, now I've left the last one. This is the hardest one. Okay. So, yeah. All right, give me a second. This okay. is, this, I'm struggling this one out the back. So What makes it hard is because your voice is also just so you. Mm. Like, I, I keep thinking, I'm, I'm like, that's better days. It's a better days. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. your voice is yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry about that. No, that's... You've made lots of money out of it. Don't be sorry. <laughs> and this is an extract from the introduction of college biology. Water has many properties that are critical to maintaining life. It's a polar molecule allowing for the formation of hydrogen bonds. Hydrogen bonds allow ions and other polar molecules and to dissolve, dissolve, dissolve in the water. Watermelon sugar high? Water is an excellent, excellent sitting between water molecules. Because of the water, water, water. We're going to talk about the money. Oh, yes, it's 
thing. God, you got that one. <laughs> that is hard. That is hard. Man, that is I was, very, uh, I was hearing job. Harry Styles, watermelon sugar. It's because he was saying yeah, water he said all the water. time. I was like, no, no, no. Hey, uh, these aren't my lyrics, okay? These are the ones I'm working <laughs> with here. Hey, what a pleasure to have you in, mate. Um, really great to have you back with music and gigging again. So uh, thanks for coming in. Pete Murray. Thanks, guys. Always good to see you guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Let's take a moment as we wrap up the show to reflect. We're speaking about our camping trip um, because normally when we go, we like to organise before and there's four adults that go along and this is a larger group. But I often get when I say something to my husband, he goes, are we taking this? And I go, no, we don't need that. Mm. He goes, don't worry about it, I'll call Maddie. <laughs> you don't need to call Maddie. I just said, he's all right. So is he taking a lamb? Don't worry, I'll call Maddie. You always say you're going to call Maddie, and you never call Maddie. So we're having a bit of an argument last night, so we had to call Maddie together and put him on speakerphone. But then if Maddie's saying something that I don't agree with, I take him off speaker, and then I repeat the wrong thing to Scotty. Right. Yeah. Sounds like fun, guys. (laughs) So You're going to love it, Stan. Well, what food are you taking? None. There's a restaurant there. But snacks and stuff for the kids? Nah, they'll be fine. Camping. Your daughter <laughs> asks for something to eat every 10 minutes, which is at ours. She can fish. <laughs> we're bringing okay. fishing rods. All right, we're bringing fishing rods. Thanks, but no thanks. I was cooking chicken for dinner last night, chicken breast, mm. in the fry, fry pan. The problem with that when you're cooking stuff in a fry pan, especially if it's like a steak or a chicken, you know, like, it gets a bit spitty, little bits of oil, spitty spit. Why were you using a frying pan when you have an air fryer? Because pan fried chicken. Pan fried, yeah, I like it. I like it to be nice. And then you and get that nice, like, marks on it. Yeah, it's like the. Yeah, no, it's overcooked. I just said it, so I go, this chicken's going to be overcooked, but I like the outer coating, the crust. And I was like, mm, don't want little oil speckles on my shirt. So I take my shirt off just to get Esther in the mood, cook with my shirt off. Ouch. That's but a then, bit of a laugh. Then, <laughs> then it gets ruined the whole time. I'm like, ow, ow, ow ooh, ah, 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 spitting on me. Like, eh. yeah. then, then I was wearing a, um, a tea towel like a oh, bib so it wouldn't get on my little boobies. You, like, an apron. you have an apron? No, I don't have an oh, apron. I've plenty of no. aprons. I'll lend you one. Uh, so, <laughs> spitty oil out of the top of the pan. Thank you. But no thank you. owe an entire band an apology. Mm-hmm. The wonderful Australian band Darlinghurst came in to do a backstage performance this week. And after the show, I normally call my wife just to say hello and see what she's up to. Especially these days, because I haven't seen her because she's been working. I went into the Sonic Boom Room. In the Sonic Boom yep. Room, it's a very enclosed space, much like a studio. We, we name all of our offices weird things here, guys. We can't yeah. just call it Office Space One. I thought the one. name changed recently. Yeah, it's one? now called the Listener Room. Listener Room. Ah, right. Yeah. For the Listener app. For the Listener app. And while I was chatting to my wife, there was a lot of things that were pent up inside me because I had been doing a show with you guys and I'm not rude enough. I'm not polite to, to do that in front of you guys. So I was in a room by myself and I went to town. Like, I went to town. Are we, talking, are we talking about fighting? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Like a lot. Because when you were like pent up energy and you're talking to your wife, Not. I was like, were you FaceTime? <laughs> <laughs> and I went to town. And I went to town. Okay, okay. But, okay. Town, town, town. Because I was by myself. And then as I was walking out of that room, even as I was walking out of the room, the band of Darlinghurst were walking oh, into... Yeah. I held the door open for them. And they walked into the small enclosed place that I had just... And it, oh, that's bad. So, 
They think the listener room stands. <laughs> <laughs> and I apologise to you. Thanks for no thanks. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, well done making it to the end of the podcast. Good stuff, everyone. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.